Hello, and welcome to the Entain Voices podcast. I'm your host for this week, Richard Gordon, Employer Brand Manager here at Entain. And we're dedicating this week's edition to a chat with Mitch Vidler, Director of Marketing Analytics here at Entain. Marketing Analytics is a real growth area for us as a business. So it's really interesting to hear from Mitch to understand about his plans for this part of our business uh, and just what we're looking for over the coming weeks and months. As always, if you've got any feedback on the podcast or if you'd like to get in touch with us, please contact us directly on Entain Socials at entaingroup.com or check out our social media channels. We're all over LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Anyway, let's get on with the show and talk to Mitch. So now I'm delighted to welcome uh, Mitch Vidler, uh, Director of Marketing Analytics here at Entain. Welcome, Mitch. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. Very well. I was uh, suffering a little bit in this lockdown environment. Um, glad to uh, be, be, be happy to be uh, seeing the team again. And um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting time at the moment. Yeah, it does feel like there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, I think. Um, Fingers crossed, some kind of normality soon. The re- reason for us kind of inviting you here is because uh, there's obviously a, a huge amount of focus on on data and, and analytics and growth in that area um, and entain at the moment. You know, we wanted to get you on to, to to talk about about your team. Why would you say that entain is the place to be for kind of for data roles at the moment? You know, what 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 sets us apart? Uh, from other organisations, when it when it comes to to data and, and analytics, yeah, it's a really good question. Um, we obviously have a very rich data set. We have a lot of very uh, a, lot, a lot of players that do a lot of actions, um, and we know we know a lot about those individuals. Um, so, so it's a very exciting data set to, to get your hands on. Um, I would say though that traditionally, and this is kind of a bold statement, I've come from out of industry. I've only been in the industry for about a year and a half. Um, but the gambling industry as a whole is we're not particularly not particularly forward thinking when it comes comes to data, but that's not the case in Entain. Entain has seen a, a, a great opportunity to enhance our data capabilities and have really put their kind of money where their mouth is over the last couple of years. And we're we're beginning to progress way beyond any of the other any of the other individuals in the industry um, in terms of understanding our customers, understanding and quantifying our marketing performance, um, and, and optimizing um, in order to, to to drive our growth. Okay. In, in terms of you know, moving to Entain, say, what was it, 18 months ago, um, yep. what, what attracted you to, to the business? Uh, what was it that you thought, oh, hello, um, yeah, I'd like to be a, a part of that? I've been in the sports industry for for a little while. Um, previously, I was at a company called called The Zone, um, and there's there's something very interesting about the sports industry in that, kind of from a marketing perspective, huge amounts of our our opportunity come sort of thirty minutes before a game. <laughs> Whereas, you know, if you're if you're selling supermarket goods or you know you're in the travel industry, you, know, you either have these sort of seasonal or cyclical events where the, you you kind of there's this this regular formality to 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 your to your marketing um, that doesn't really exist. In in the sports industry uh, one one weekend we can have some really interesting football matches next weekend they could be pretty boring football matches you can look at a you know boxing fight one will be really big one will be really small so there's this kind of constant fluctuation what's then so fascinating about moving to this industry is that you can then lay a lock on top of that 
So we can, it's the only business I've ever been in where we can come in in the morning and we could have done really well. We could have had the most amounts of bets placed over <laughs> that, that we've had for, for weeks and weeks, yet our commercial performance could have been really bad. We could have lost a load of money. Um, and, and that, from a marketing perspective, quantifying returns on investments um, is absolutely fascinating. It's something yeah, that really gets me excited. Oh, that's great. Um, so, so your team that, that you look after, I think I'm right in saying it's about 22 at the moment. Um, it kind of work not only in the UK, but internationally as well. Uh, that's correct. Yes. Yeah. Predominantly, we were we were a UK focused brand, uh, a team. Sorry, I, you know, a lot of our brands are UK focused. Our, our big ones, um, particularly where the, where the marketing spend is. And um, I think there's seen an opportunity for us to to grow and, and assist the, the rest of the group in in what we were doing. Um, and that's kind of what what we're looking to for for 2021 is to roll that out across the things we were doing across the rest of the group. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's you know you're growing that team by at least fifty percent over the next few months. Uh, kind of, I think predominantly in Gibraltar and and the UK. Um, you know, to people that kind of might be interested uh, in these roles. You know, wh- where do you want to go as a team? What's your vision? What are you What are you hoping to achieve? Um, so we we have a, quite a simple objective in in some regards, in that we want to tell our marketing teams, you know, our people that are physically buying the media, how much money they'll make for us over the next twelve months. Yesterday, so every every morning they can come in and they can see how much how much money they're going to make, how much their investment yesterday is going to make the business for the next twelve months, every twenty four hours. That's kind of where where we're going and what what we're shooting for, um, and that kind of is, it, there's there's a lot of challenges in that. It's also very very exciting, um, and also that, that's our objective as a team. Okay, and for for, for new people that you kind of recruit into the team, um, so obviously they're, they're joining an, an established function, but you know what what what's in it for them? How how do you envisage? such an influx of, of new starters, uh, how, how can they make their mark? What, what are you looking for? Yeah, so I, I, although we are an established team, in, in a lot of regards that we aren't, we, we've, um, over the last sort of 18 months, we've made some really significant changes in just ha- how we do things, how we quantify marketing spend, the data that we collect, and, and the whole kind of stack that we use for, for doing that work. So actually, in a lot of regards, everybody's, everybody's kind of new. Um, they're all getting to grips with new technologies, new techniques. We've gone from you know a position where you know, we, we weren't terrible, we weren't, weren't brilliant. We're now, I would say, pretty much at the cutting edge of what you can what you can do, um, not just within our industry, but but you know any anywhere globally. And, and I'm really proud of that. So anyone that bring comes into the team, there there is a, there is a huge amount of scope to make things your own. Um, we are at a phase where we, we've gone from we've gone from sort of three to ten. <laughs> we've not we've not made a couple of incremental jumps we, we have made some really big really big leaps um, so there is an awful lot that, that's up for grabs and there's an awful lot of work to be done um, and also the every team member has has direct interaction with senior marketing stakeholders it's not a case of you know kind of you take a you're not a, not a ticket monkey you don't take stuff in and then just answer them on email and send them some some numbers that's really not how we work um, you know ma- marketing analysts are sat in trading meetings they are part of campaign planning they are pretty integral to all of the all of the teams so it's not just a numbers role it's also a people role yeah so uh, in terms of the kind of the, the key skills and, and and knowledge that you'd be looking for to to join the team 
it's you know it's the it's the confidence as well as being able to analyze kind of data and, and know what you're looking for but also to to present it i suppose yeah definitely you've got you've got to be able to to, to see your insights and stick by them you know and and help help the teams actually make that a reality we could do all of the work in in the world explaining kind of how we should do stuff if ultimately it falls on deaf ears then nothing nothing gets done so the, so we do try to strike this balance between having you know technical competent skillful analysts um but also actually you know working directly with the teams and being the being the expert that they come to yeah um, so just a little earlier, you, you mentioned uh, a little bit about the kind of the, the stack that, that that people get to use here. Um, you know, just before we jumped on this call, you were talking about kind of our, our data warehouse. Um, you know, what what is it about our our tech that's kind of really stand out for you? Yeah, so we um, we have quite a unique approach to to, to our marketing. Um, we 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 have a kind of a data warehouse solution, um, which I won't go into too much, just because there there is some some IP and things involved in that, um, which we use as a data input. But we actually have a separate marketing stack that we use for for our, our marketing analytics work. Part of that is fed from our our wider BI warehouse, but a lot of that data is actually collected, um, but by uh, by by our own sort of system that we run in, in our own marketing team um, over the course of the last 18 months we've we've added just just over one and a half thousand percent more data to, to, to our marketing insights platform um, than, than what we had previously um, so so we, we really do have a very very granular um, kind of view of, of, of our marketing performance um, and now we're looking for people to come and can help us capitalize on that that newfound capability um, and, and help drive the business forward using that and it's um, you know, you, you mentioned before that you know you you were a, a UK focused team previously, but now there's kind of the, the, the global reach, and I think that actually now you have access to is it over forty brands that you're kind of looking at. Yes, we have sort of forty nine what we call core labels, um, so sort of brands and brands and countries. Um, it's, it's one thing that does excite me about about this role is um, you, you can be working in Belgium in the morning and, and Brazil in the afternoon, um, which which poses some some unique challenges. Um, the way that marketing landscapes sit with you know across the world are very very different, um, and, and that's something that analysts have to, to bear in mind. You know, the, the, the marketing landscape in the UK is is very different. To, to the marketing landscape in in, in 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 South America, as an example. Yeah, and and how do you and the the team kind of adapt to that? You know, what's what what do you have in place to account for those kind of local nuances? I suppose. It's super hard, right? This was probably one of one of the hardest things that that we do. The only real way to tackle that is with with relationships with those markets, you know, uh, and those individuals that are in market. Um, that that's really the only way to, to understand that. Working directly with the marketeers and and being open to their to their suggestions and their feedback. The only way that we can really understand that, you know, there's there's uh, you know advertising bans on on certain gambling products in Spain, as an example, you know. So understanding that and, and understanding the depths of that, that, those market leads are the people that understand those the most, and then we can account for that in our analysis and and then the you know, the, the data sets that we build. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, and in terms of the the key skills and knowledge that you'd be looking for for kind of analysts looking to join the team, what are the you know, if you were to pick, you know, three or four things that you you're really looking for, what's 
what 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 are you what is that yeah no problem i think um the technical skills particularly around around sql sql is is a very important part that's predominantly what we work in uh, so python or r would be would be a bonus the vast majority of our work is done in in gcp so understanding uh, kind of big query uh, understanding ga or google analytics and the raw data that sits behind that querying nested arrays and all that sort of fun stuff and the other thing really is that it must have have some background in in media analytics um, either be you know client side or agency side an understanding of how you know marketing landscapes hang together Together. If you can tell me how you kind of join a floodlight table to an impression table from DCM, then you, you'll get extra points. Um, and, and you also need to be a personable kind of person. Um, we, we are a friendly team. We're a fun team. As I said, you work a lot with, with marketeers. They're normally quite quite outgoing people. Um, if you if you like to work in that environment, that's, um, that's that would be a bonus as well. Yeah. I think that, that actually that's something that's is quite important um, at Entain is that actually the, the culture you know, the, the fact getting the right fit is is, is really important. You know, we're, we're quite a, you know, I, I, I'm a, only joined a year ago myself and I, I found that actually it's not necessarily typical of a, a big business. Everybody here actually is very, very open, very willing to kind of collaborate on, on projects. Yeah, definitely. I always also forget like how, how spread out we are as well and i think that's because because everyone's so keen just to grab a call with you you know or, or stick you on video conference you sometimes just forget that actually half the people you work with are in vienna or they're in london or they're in new york or they're in gibraltar um and i think that's a real testament to the team is that actually quite often you, you don't even realize you, you, you talk to people so often if people are so friendly and willing to help that you, you don't sort of have to <laughs> you sort of forget that we're, we're spread all around the world yeah and obviously these these roles so we're you know we're going to be recruiting in uh the uk and, and jib and, and vienna um you know how has how has the team adapted i suppose over the last year or so now during during covid you know you know there's uh obviously already dealing with multiple locations already um so yeah. i suppose there's an, an element of remote working required whatever the the setup but how have you found that the team has kind of come together over the past year um we, we've definitely had to spend carve out more time for for fun and that sounds like a strange strange thing but you, we, we would all yeah grab a grab a drink or whatever after work and that that hasn't really existed and that that's quite that's a natural behavior it's not something that we've really thought about you know it was a case of we'd all go you know out afterwards or, or yeah, we'd see each other when, when we when we were traveling around whereas that that's now not not happening so we have had to carve out you know specific sort of times bi-weekly kind of afternoons where, where we sit and we chat and we share what's gone on and things like that and that that's worked really well um from, from a social side from a from a kind of work delivery standpoint not not much has really changed as you said we're, we we kind of service markets markets globally so you know we, we do have to talk to people quite a lot on on calls you know from, from around the world so the actual the work hasn't sort of changed but um yeah we, we have had to put in place some, some some things socially in order just to make sure that um, yeah, we're still getting the interaction that everybody needs and deserves. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's really good to hear. Okay. Well, that sounds great. Um, thank you, Mitch. Uh, I think we've kind of covered everything that any aspirational marketing analyst uh, for Entain would want to know. Um, we'll pop a link uh, underneath the uh, the podcast for you to get in touch with us uh, if you want. If you're interested in finding out some more. But in the meantime, thank you, Mitch, for for joining us. Thank you for taking time out of your day. I obviously appreciate you're very busy. Got to go and analyze some Brazilian, uh, <laughs> some Brazilian metrics now. Yeah. 
Um, Plenty yeah. to get on, but yeah, thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye. Thanks, Mitch. That was a really valuable chat. I hope everyone listening found that really useful um, and got a really good insight into what marketing analytics looks like here at Entain. Uh, that's just about all we've got time for this week. Just a reminder that if you're interested in looking for any roles at Entain, check out our career site on entaincareers.com and you'll find all open vacancies on there, including those uh, new marketing analytic roles, which Mitch was referring to. Hope to see you again soon. Goodbye. <laughs>